digging in the crates for something, yeah. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Welcome back to the show. This week, I'm going to play the first half of the conversation I had with Kristen last week. Last week, I played those Tinder stories, which I was just too excited not to play them first, even though that's sort of backwards. I'm playing. Anyway, um, this is about relationship and dating, and I was trying to give everybody a break from that because I feel like I talk about it too much. So this kind of led into those Tinder stories that you heard. She talked to me about what was wrong with me and um, just some general stuff about dating. So I don't know. I don't know. It was a good conversation. It really was. I love talking to Kristen. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Here it is. How do you want to start this? Do you want to just like grill me? Do you want to tell me what's wrong with me first? And then we can go from there or. I thought this was all going to be about what's wrong with you. Are you saying we're going to think about what's wrong with me? I'll decide if I'm going to come in with what's wrong with you. Um, but I'll, I will base that on how you. Um, how I grill you. How you grill me. Okay. I will. I will. I have a thought to start with. Nothing frustrates me more because I want you to be happy and I want to see you reach your potential than to watch you be this person who works so fucking hard on all these things like on uh, your craft on your work on yourself as a person like you used to be angry and now you're not you go to therapy you deal with all these things and then you have these problems in relationships you go to therapy for that you talk about it all the time and that does not seem to be progressing that much when you progress everywhere else mm-hmm. and it's like what are you doing jay so am i supposed to have the answer now i don't know i don't have an answer i'm just like how are you doing like you're the type of person that's going to go work on yourself. Mm-hmm. You've done the actual work. You have worked on yourself. What is it about this one area that there's like a roadblock? Uh, I ask that question every day. Not every day. Cause I'm actually like doing pretty well and I'm pretty happy on my own. But when I start, when I go on dates, I ask my question that, yeah, myself yeah. that question a lot. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I also feel like that what I'm looking for, there's fewer of those women in this city, which complicates it. Oh, yeah. I'm nodding over here. It's so hard. I mean, it, it might be different if I was in a New York or Seattle or Austin or some mm-hmm. city that was more in line with who I am. You mean not religious? That I mean, yeah, that's part of it. But also just if you go somewhere like New York, that city is full of people who want big things. Mm-hmm. They're very ambitious. There's mm-hmm. a lot of creatives. There's, it's a lot of the things that I am. Yeah. And that's not, there are people like that in Oklahoma city, but there are fewer. There are fewer and they're all in relationships. That too. They're gone. Yeah, everyone's married. Yeah. Everyone's married or they're in like a six year thing. Mm-hmm. And when they're out of it, they're, they're already broken and they want nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're broken too. So I am broken. Let's be broken. I'm broken together. in different ways. <laughs> All right. So what am I supposed to do? I don't know. 
I thought that's what you were here for, for the answers. You were going to tell me everything that's wrong with me. And that's going to fix it? I appreciate Yeah. I was just moved to Seattle. That's that's the solution? Yeah. I, mean, I, I just want a friend there when I move. I'm going to tell you it's the solution to everything. I would... I'm, I am not opposed to moving to Seattle. Yeah. I really like it there a lot. And I agree. I think the dating would be easier in another city. I have a problem with dating or just friendships in general here where... I consider myself fashionable and I like to be a little bit extra and I like to get dressed up and people here think that I'm like a snob because of that. Just because of what you're wearing? Yeah, but like in another city, they'd be like, oh, she likes creatively expressing herself. But here they're like, what's wrong with you? You think you're better than me? You should just start saying yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, clearly. And next question. Like, no, I just don't take things for granted. We get to get dressed every day. Why don't you just make the most of it? But is it wrong to not make the most of it and just say, hey, I don't want to put all my time into getting dressed. I just want to spend time drinking more coffee or. No, I just tired of getting. I just feel more judged for it here. And I understand why you feel like maybe you could find romance better in another city. Because maybe, maybe there's different is, standards. Maybe that is the only solution. Maybe I should just stop trying. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? I'm just enjoying myself. Well, are you though? Yeah. Truly. I mean, kind of. Mm-hmm. I was. I mean, I want someone to like cuddle with sometimes, but then tell them to go back to their own room. Is that how you would approach it? No. I don't know how I would approach it. I've been thinking about this lately. Like, if you're in a long term relationship, you live together. Do you want separate rooms, separate bedrooms? I would like the option. I actually like sleeping with somebody, but I know there are a lot of times where I just, I just want to be alone. Yeah. And I think I would prefer to be with somebody who feels the same way. Yeah. Well, I think that's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I, well, and also if, if it ends up that we just love sleeping in the same bed all the time, then we just sleep in the same bed. Yeah. But no, I think it'd be nice to have somewhere else to sleep if anybody wants to do that. Especially if they have the flu. Yeah. It really is a good idea just to not get sick yeah we had a guest bedroom in my last relationship and i got really sick and i did stay in the guest bedroom for a week and when i got well again i was like i wish i was sick because you want to stay there because this bed is so comfortable and this tv and i like my alone time every night see that's where i get all messed up because i just want there are so many times where i just want to be alone everyone does no i think okay more so than other some i know people who just want to be around someone else all the time they need people around they they need that social interaction yeah i think it's all we're on the spectrum right yeah and i just fall on the other extreme where i think the introverted like i'll be fine i can go days without talking to anybody and be fine i like but i like i like talking to people i just don't um i don't need it 24 7 i need to recharge i'm extroverted as fuck um I've been to like seven social events this week. You're crazy. But then I need alone time. Then I need like an entire day and a half to not interact with anyone. It's important to know that too. Yeah. Okay. We got off topic already. Five minutes in. That's fine. Okay. Because that made me think that also I would love to be married, but like have separate houses or apartments. Oh my God. My mentor, I had this uh, woman mentor for a little bit she makes a lot of money and so does her husband 
they have they had one house on a corner but they have a lot of hobbies like he's into banjos and woodworking and she's into like dying and making her own yarn and all sorts of stuff and they say she's into dying and a yarn oh she's into yarn yarn dying yarn dying yarn okay not dying got it well aren't we all um <laughs> well we will be at some point they bought the house across the street and they they have a house on each corner and they sleep in the same house but then like he'll be in the other house all day and she'll be in one house and he'll be in the other and then they put game of thrones flags on each house like one is the house of whatever one is see that sounds amazing i don't know i thought that sounded weird why like separate houses well maybe like um i go separate rooms I do separate rooms or like uh, I want a different wing of the house. Yeah. Like I want a separate bedroom, but I also want like the person gets their own studio for their creative stuff and I get my own studio for my creative stuff. Yes. Or like this apartment that I live in right now, if they just bought the one next door or rented the one next door, it sounds nice too. Yeah. It's almost like having a different there? room. It's just it basically is because they're just large oh, rooms. And like, if you cook dinner one night for both of you and the mess was in your kitchen, there's no argument about dishes. It's just your kitchen. Yeah. Your oh, kitchen, your dishes. Two dish, two kitchens. Yeah. You avoid so many fights. Maybe this is what will happen. Maybe you just buy a house and you paint a big line down the middle if you can't afford two houses, like on like I Love Lucy or something. You're just like, Even this better. is your half of the kitchen. This is my half. Or just like remodel the house it was two houses within one if it's big enough yeah but it's open and then there's that line down the middle a better uh giant see-through like um plexiglass wall so the house is literally divided but you can see through it. like you can go up there and like touch the other person's hand like they're in a zoo well that's weird why wouldn't you just touch them <laughs> like normal just wanted to take it there do you have them locked up in there does one have the other one locked up well, obviously who jesus. who has lou locked oh jesus is locked up <laughs> that's weird yeah um so what do you think about something like polygamy or non non-monogamy like polyamory yeah. i've thought about it especially because lately i've been going through a casual phase where i'm like oh, i can en- oh no keep oh, talking dropped it um where i can enjoy different people at different times like it like I'm seeing someone right now, but they have four other, like three other people they're seeing. Doesn't bother me. But it's because I don't like them. Yeah. So I realized if I if I really liked someone, I couldn't do it. Yeah, there'd be the jealousy. Yeah. That's what I can't get past. Like I'm, yeah, I'm sort of the same way. Like I don't really care who's dating who and for what reason. But if you really like someone, you kind of want them for well, you. You want that connection. Yeah. Because for for you they're your best friend like you're growing old with them like you're making a family with them they're not the center of your universe but they're a very big part of it and isn't it nice to have like someone else there but to them you're one in ten mm-hmm. the connection like you have a slice of their connection it doesn't seem to work as well yeah, I'm not into it what about serial non-monogamy though oh were you just mm, yeah just not monogamous it's it's not it's different from casual from what i've 
What, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I was just reading about it because somebody wrote that in their profile. Serial non-monogamous? I shouldn't even say serial. That I mean, just, that it, just it, means they're a slut. No, it means they want to be single, but they're not. They're not um, like you could date, but they just won't commit. Oh, oh, oh! I almost got into one of these. Well, let me let me just you I, keep yeah, keep going. I'm gonna. I called. Uh, this guy asked me about being. Um, we were going to be exclusive friends with benefits. So you don't sleep with anyone else. Well, that's not non-monogamy, though, is it? Yeah, and you, um, you know, you can talk to each other and have fun. Maybe go to the movies. Maybe you get lunch. But there's no pressure. I don't have to talk every day. It's not going anywhere. There's not going to be a relationship. If you end up wanting to sleep with someone else, you just do it. And then it's over. Um, they don't go to weddings. They you don't just meet said your you friends. don't sleep with anybody else, though. Well, I mean, you can sleep with someone else. But the second you do, you're not seeing them anymore. But the feelings aren't as hurt. It's not like you're breaking up. You're just like, peace on to the next one. Okay. And is that with the hope that it would turn into something no, else? Or it's just... It's with the direct intent that it never turns into anything. But what if you want it to? Well, that's the problem. He said the last three girls like started to get to that and he had to stop it. I feel like he could too. I'm not going to speak for him. I don't even know who he is. But I, don't I think you think he can? Oh, be, yeah someone where he wants that oh yeah but he seemed pretty emotionally closed off i think that'd be hard for well, him to maybe do that's part of the problem of course it's part of the problem did you give him some therapy i mean i did ask him a lot of questions around it <laughs> well that's fair though yeah yeah uh, i give everyone therapy what kind of question is that non-monogamy is an umbrella term for every practice or philosophy of intimate relationship that does not strictly hew to the standards of monogamy all right, that's just that's, that's bullshit. That's like the biggest shit. I've well, I'm not going to search any further, but that's what we get. Are you going to stop having me on because I curse a lot? No, there are no rules. As long as there's no like children listening. There are no rules. Okay. Almost no one is listening. <laughs> and even if they are, it does not matter. I listen. I know. Well, then that's fine. You're fine with you cursing, right? Oh, yeah. My critique is there's not enough cursing. I could have... I know Marnie personally. She curses a lot more than she does on the podcast. Well, of course. She's a professional. And I'm not? No. <laughs> she has her own podcast. You should get yours. You don't know what I do with my free time. Well, I assume it's not podcasting because I would have found out about it. No. I could have 40,000 listeners and I would still tell everyone that came on here the same thing. Nobody's listening. Don't you worry would about too. It. it doesn't matter. You'd be like, this podcast is shit. No one likes it. I'd be like, Jay, you just you just won an award. Howard Stern handed it to you. And you'd be like, ah. Well, you know, Howard Stern's like that. He's very, very, very obsessed over like his show. Oh, the man who goes to therapy three times a week is obsessed about something. Well, Shocking. it's he's such an interesting person. Such an interesting person. If you if you have an interest in psychology, which you do, yeah, he's fascinating. Okay, I'll look up more he's stuff about him. Fascinating, just the way he was in the eighties till till now. Like he's he's just it's it's wild. Um. Hmm. Okay, so back to what's wrong with you? Yeah, what is wrong with me? I mean, I know most of the things that are wrong with me. Do you? You've been on a lot of dates. Yeah. How many dates do you think you've been, like first dates do you think you've been on? I don't, I honestly don't know. Countless. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I could figure it out, but I, it's, I mean, it's been a lot over years. So knowing what you know about yourself and being a perfectionist with relationships and basically running from them. <laughs> um, oh boy. What do you, what do you, when you go on these first dates, you've been on so many, do you go into them and you're just like, well, like, do you feel guilty for dating? Like you're going to fuck over every girl you meet? No, because I'm, I'm aware enough to not keep it going. So it's like, who's that attached after a first date? I almost don't even look like, look at it like a date. I'm just like, it's just a conversation. Okay. Most of the time. But I just wondered, like, anything you get into romantically, are you just in the back of your head like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Mostly. Oh, that's terrible. I know. That's terrible. Not not in that way. <laughs> I, but I can feel it happening. And when I feel it happening, I don't, I don't like it, but I can feel it. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Like, every time I get that feeling of, I'm going to leave. I'm like, no, you're not. You're a bad person for wanting to leave. Let's make you a good person. So you won't want to leave. Yeah. Let's see that. that yeah. It's totally different from my experience. Okay. Cause I feel, I get to feel guilty. Like if I have these feelings that I don't want to be here, mm-hmm. I need to get out. Cause it's not fair. Cause it's not fair to the other person. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because like everyone, nobody's like good a hundred percent of the time. Nobody feels like they want to be in any place a hundred percent of the time. But when I get those feelings and if they last for longer than like, I don't know, a day. Longer than a day. That's your threshold. I really don't know what the, if it just continues, Mm -hmm. I just assume that's the way it'll be. And I just, I I gotta, I have to get out. I, I gotta leave. You're sitting in that railroad cart. Yeah. Of this is how I'm always going to feel. But I also, the other thing is I, I always feel like I'm running out of time. We are dying. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I think I'm always trying to put myself in the, my ideal situation. So it can happen with work too. Like I need to find the job that makes sense for me or get out of the job so I can do the other thing that makes sense for me. It's like, so I'm always trying to progress and be better, but it mm-hmm. can be unhealthy. So, yeah, it can definitely be unhealthy, but I love that outlook. I have that outlook when I, I got really sick last fall. Um, and for a little bit, I thought there was something really wrong with me. And I was just, that's part of when I realized, like, I needed to get out of the relationship I was in. I was like, do I want to die in this relationship? No. No. I was like, do I want to die in this job? Sure. Yeah. So is, is that what everyone should be asking themselves? I don't know. I just... I really do subscribe to this idea of like life is short, do what you want to do, make the most out of it within reason. Like you still have to live in society, but like, don't take time for granted. Like if there's something you want to do and you're waiting for the right time, there's a certain amount of, okay, maybe I need to build up my resume before I get that career I want. But there's also go do it now. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. So maybe more people should be getting out of relationships. Oh, yeah, they definitely should. Right. Well, then I shouldn't be given a hard time for it. I think if if you know it's not good, you don't have kids together, you're not married, then get the hell out of there. Dude, even if you have kids together, well, I wish my parents got divorced. Yeah, I do too, but I'm just, I think there's... They did. A, huh? They did. Well, I know, but I'm saying... I, sorry, I wish they would have got divorced earlier. Okay. Because when I was a kid, they weren't. They were just... Mm. That was the time they should have. Yeah. <laughs> but... 
mm, it's harder then. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but it's harder. It's harder to get out of a relationship if you have kids. Oh, it definitely yes. was for my mom because my dad was making the money. Like she, oh, yeah. her family wasn't around her. We were, I mean, different state. Oh yeah. Just hard. Yeah. But that's that's also probably the time that you should just, I don't know, just do it. I guess. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I've never been married. I've never. I've never been faced with that situation. I've never had four kids and had to think about getting out of a relationship. So. Do you ever think about uh? Sometimes if I think about getting married again, I think that getting married now is just me paying the government for the government to force me to fill out paperwork and have a say in my relationship. It seems, yeah, it seems not um, so necessary. Yeah, it's it's like not even romantic. It's almost just if we have kids together and some weird dystopian stuff happens, at least we all have the same last name. So we can all go to Canada together. Yeah. That's is, kind of the benefit of marriage important? now. It was in Handmaid's Tale, and that's what I base my life decisions oh, off of. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. How long were you married? What was it, like? Three years. It's only three years. Only three years of marriage, but we were together almost nine years. Man. So I had to pay $180 to get divorced. That seems not bad at all. Well, not bad in the scheme of things, but the idea that I had to pay $200 to leave a relationship that I made personal decisions about to some government entity is baffling to me. But they also didn't force you to get into it. You chose to get married. Shut up, Jay. Don't remind me of that part. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it was a good choice. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, but I don't understand why they regulate that. Like they're regulating our personal relationships. Well, they're not as long as you don't get married. Yeah. Like they've had no say in any relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> that you know of that i know of. yeah secretly uh, michelle obama's over here talking to your ex-girlfriend <laughs> hey i i would that would be awesome actually i would take her advice yeah i would love to get her advice even if i don't agree with it i'd love to hear what she thinks about me and my relationships next week's podcast michelle obama michelle obama will be here please tune in oh i could use that lies yeah yeah <laughs> That's how advertising's done, all right? Next week, we'll have David Bowie's ghost. Ooh, I could just fake that. Mm. Is that a ghost is that, sound? Is that David Bowie? <laughs> I was trying to make a ghost sound. I feel like you could do a better David Bowie ghost sound. That's just like pretty generic. No, I don't think David Bowie's ghost makes a sound. I think it just like shoots glitter across the room. Nobody can see that. Yeah, he'd be a terrible podcast ghost. He'd be a terrible ghost for a podcast. Yeah, for a podcast. Not, I mean, if he's shooting glitter across any room as a ghost, I'm there. Yeah. Or if he's doing nothing, I'll still show up. I would too. Um, so do you? would you ever get married again? Um, I thought about this. I think if I was going to have a child with someone, I would probably marry them. I what if they didn't want to get married, but they really wanted to be with you? I'd be fine with that. Okay. Because marriage really is kind of like a... I just broke all the Legos. Um, a social and religious institution. So I don't really, I'm not religious. It doesn't mean as much. Yeah. Well, okay. Would you get married? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the same. I don't, I, there are some days where I'm like, I don't need it. Or at least not, uh, 
an official marriage. I mean, I wouldn't mind a ceremony. I don't know that I need. I just don't know that I need to. Even if I'm saying yeah. I would stay in a relationship, sure. But um, I think if the person I was with really wanted it, then you could do it if they wanted it. Yeah. I do want jewelry and a dress and a cake. Yeah. See, that's I, I like weddings. I really like weddings. I love weddings. I cry at all of them. They're great. They're fun. I would, if I got married again, I would definitely elope for the actual ceremony part. Um, just like a courthouse, like an officiant and our two best friends. But then like a month later, I would throw like just a potluck party at the house. Like get like one of those giant adult inflatables. Everyone bring their favorite dish. Because then it really is about like sharing your life with your friends and family. I went to a wedding like that once. Or it was a reception. They got married. Yeah, just at the courthouse or something. And then they just had a reception. That was it. That on a, it was a different time and date. Yeah. Just a rooftop reception. It was great. Yeah. Just a party. Yeah, but mine would have an adult inflatable. So. I mean, that does make it cooler. Yeah. But would it be Nerf guns in a backyard? Would it be? Yeah, in a field? just like in your house if you had one or someone else's house. You could put the inflatable in the front yard. You could have it here if you want. I could put it. In. <laughs> Where is an adult inflatable going to fit? You can't see Jay's apartment, but it looks like a studio for about five different projects. I know. Isn't it great? It is great, actually. It's like screen printing. There's a... Don't give away all the secrets. Some people are still just waiting to see this. Okay. There's videography. I'm not going to give away all the secrets. Okay, I mean, I'll that's stop. stuff that's always been here, though. I mean, videography. Whatever's in that corner was Don't. not here last time I was here. I'm not going to say it. I'm just It's weird. All right, whatever's in most of the corners last time, whatever, getting off topic, nobody knows about the last time you were here, so that just... I ruined, just it. I ruined the podcast. You ruined it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I could not have an adult inflatable or reception in your apartment. You could have a reception, maybe not an inflatable. A small one. Maybe a small reception. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I get married again for a long time, and I've very seriously thought about the fact that if I'm about to hit 40, because I don't want to be too old when I have kids, and if I really want to have kids freeze my eggs buy some donor business from harvard donor what business you know that stuff that, that, that makes babies what i don't they put it in you with the turkey baster was it is it called business yeah semen 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 oh semen <laughs> and get a hot male nanny okay Live is that really dream. what you would do maybe yeah when you're 40 maybe not a hot male nanny maybe just like a good nanny it doesn't have to be something to look at when you're 40 though is that the is that the age no it's relative 50 no that's too old because like you're 70 when the kid graduates high school well uh you can't you can't give those timelines though because i could look at that right now and say i'm getting too old because i don't want to be 50 when a kid graduates high school my parents had me close to 40 they're like they're 70 now they're old and it's not bad yeah but it all depends on how you end up at that age yeah. you could be 70 and be like i feel great that's true or you be 70 and dead that's true because my mom is 70 and she's in better shape than i am like we travel the world she walks like three miles every morning she has a personal trainer she looks 50 so that's great that's how i hope i am at 70 yeah i don't know if that'll happen but my dad already seems like an old person is it personality or is it all of it oh yeah does he wear the New Balance sneakers? No, he wears like Birkenstocks or something. Okay. Hmm. Are they... But you said you wish they were divorced, right? Mm-hmm. 
They're going to celebrate their 48th wedding anniversary in a few weeks. Should they be? No. <laughs> Why not? Uh, I think we touched on it the last time I recorded with you, which was 20 minutes ago. That Don't give away the secrets here. It was uh, like weeks ago. It was weeks ago. It was four score and 20 minutes ago. Okay. Okay. Um, that, uh, my dad wasn't the best dad. Like he was very angry, had a lot of problems. Um, and I didn't want him to be involved in my childhood. You know, I love my dad, disclaimer. And I wanted my mom to leave him and I still wish she would have. Mm. Do you think, do you think that's a, a large portion of marriages and relationships? Yeah. Like what percentage would you say? I mean, 50% of marriages end in divorce, right? I think that number's true. I honestly think that, that there's a good possibility that like 80% of people in long-term relationships and marriages are not happy or they're unhealthy relationships. I think we live in a lot of times, especially when we came out of the Victorian era where people don't deal with their feelings. They don't find out about themselves first. And I think it's very common now for people to be emotionally unhealthy. And so of course, if you have relationships with two emotionally unhealthy people, it's probably not going to be healthy. So, oh, how do we fix that? Learn about yourself? Yeah, and like mental health awareness and just kind of changing how we approach other people and ourselves. It's like a slow build. Do you think we'll get there? I think so. I mean, think about it like hundreds of years ago, we traded women for cows <laughs> with marriage. You know, oh. we had dowries and everything was arranged. Then, you know, 200 years ago, we had slavery. I think there's still slavery in parts of the world now. I think we can get somewhere. I mean, we've gotten so, like, human beings, I think, with our enlightenment have come so far we can go further i hope so i i don't know i'm not i'm, I'm i guess i'm more worried about myself I, other people need to figure out their own stuff but i would like to <laughs> what nothing say wait, what no you're just like i'm just worried about myself and i'm like i want everyone to fulfill their potential right well I do too. I think that's also why I talk about it so much because I would rather people figure out what they really want and how they can get it. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm, I can be more helpful if I can figure out how I actually make that happen for myself. Agreed. And if what I actually, what I think I want from a relationship, if that's realistic and you know, I learn all the time as I pursue that and I'm fine being wrong. Like I talk to people about marriage and, I think sometimes they don't like it or they disagree with me and I'm fine. Like I'm fine if my view on all that is totally wrong. I just, but I have to figure some of that out by just doing it. Yeah. So, so what you've kind of talked about before on other podcasts, but let's get more in depth. What do you want from a relationship? Uh, I have my four things. I've heard the four things. Let's hear the other 25. Well, I feel like those four hit it pretty well, but then the other one's chemistry, which is so much harder to find. Okay, if I can remember correctly, open-mindedness, uh -huh. creativity. Yes. Active? Yes. What does active mean? Um, Physically healthy? Yeah, and maybe it, I should, that should have more detail because I'm also, I've had a focus on health, like, 
or balance in that way where like I, I try to be active and do things and exercise and eat healthy but not all the time like i don't want i don't want yeah. that to be so active but just a, a focus on being a healthier you just not yeah. 110 percent of the time what was the fourth thing uh funny oh dude that's number one though the four can be like any yeah anywhere i don't know what order they're in funny yeah. is like basically the, those four are like i can't compromise on them yeah so they're all they're basically all number one okay but what do you that's what kind of what you're looking for in a person mm-hmm. what do you hope to get out of a relationship because oh, if you so, want it it's got to be adding something to your life it would i think it's um if it's if that's the person that i'm around every day then it's probably that i'm looking for someone who's like a best friend yeah but you also want a bone yeah that's how that's how i've always thought of relationships really yeah but really the 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 hardest one to find is chemistry okay so you want a best friend with chemistry why do you want another best friend because you can have friends is it companionship yes it gets i mean it gets lonely everyone gets lonely i wouldn't say but i also i hesitate to say that because just just because i'm alone doesn't mean i'm lonely all the time but you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I absolutely know what you mean. Yeah. Because people will worry, like, are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I, yeah. I am fine. Turns out I get to do whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah. It's great. I think um, I'm, I'm good by myself. I would like somebody around that makes me feel even better. But I'm not looking for somebody to make me happy. You want someone that makes you feel better about yourself? No, 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 no. Just like, I'm already fine. Mm-hmm. the goal would be to if i'm gonna date somebody it's like finding someone who enhances that feeling yeah yeah they're not bringing me from sadness to happiness but it's like that that would be what they're bringing in my life that it's just I but feel, life is better I feel, with them yeah better yeah life is better with that person and if i don't feel that then it seems like such a waste of time because i am i am fine i'm fine right yeah I don't need somebody who's going to make me feel less than in some way or that's the worst or even if I'm even if I'm just sort of the same level with them like we're they don't make me feel better or worse they're still taking time away from other things that I was doing <laughs> and I know that sounds that may, may sound mean but it's oh, like oh hell no I'm uh, the same way it's like they're not taking they're not making my life worse I just have these other things over here that I'm passionate about and being in a relationship takes time it does take time and I also I just almost never feel like giving up that time anymore. I used to. Yeah. So it's like, but for the right person, I would. You'd give up certain things. Yeah. Yeah. You work on them at the same time. Yeah. Or like, hey, I gotta go work on my thing. Go into your room, and I'll go into my room. I'll see you in six hours. Yes. Yeah. See, I got a healthy view. If I if I ramble about relationships, I just sound like I'm crazy. I don't think so. I kind of want like all those same things. Um, but I can go around in circles. Yeah. Like I, if I just, if it's just like a stream of consciousness, it just sounds like I'm, I think like I'm all over the place, but I have a pretty good idea of what I want and why I want it. It's just, it can be hard to explain. Hmm. Does that make you all over the place? Or does that just make you human? Uh, both. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think we are sort of all over the place as humans. Yeah. Always changing and, 
I'm sure I could listen to stuff from a, when did I start this? November. I could probably listen to stuff back then and just it just make me cringe. No, you're such an idiot. Yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> I've had I've had to listen to some of these recently. Why? Well, because I'm pulling out clips so I can just take pieces. Sorry, I'm I'm giggling at the phrase pulling out. <laughs> I am uh, selecting clips <laughs> because I don't know about you, but I like some podcasts where they take out like a five minute segment but it's about a very specific subject oh yeah so or it's like on that super funny or something yeah so i'm yeah. trying to do that but i have to listen to the episodes and it's just not my favorite thing yeah it wouldn't be for me either but i've gotten used to it too i'm more okay with my voice now than i was when i started i could i just could not handle it back then i would do worse with video than audio why like watching myself instead of listening to myself you hate watching yourself like yeah seeing yourself or is it like the whole thing mannerisms the whole thing, like the and mannerisms and like how you hold yourself and just everything what's the like the what's the worst part about you i think it comes back to a lot of like body issues from when i gained all that weight and lost it like i don't think i see myself as how i am now i think i'm always seeing myself as being bigger than i am do you think that'll change i hope it changes yeah i think it'll change it's already starting to i'm working on it Hmm. I wish I knew how to help with that. Although I've had, I've had my own body issues, but it's usually from like. You've always been normal sized. Uh, see that that actually sounds nice because I was, I was always like, I'm like forty pounds heavier than what what I was in high school. Okay, you were like really scrawny in high school. I know, but but I felt that, and I think for being a guy, that's not what you want to be when you're. <sighs> 16 see i never understood that and i get it now that i'm older and i understand a male perspective because in high school i never thought of you as scrawny i thought of you as in shape i was in some ways but i also felt small but because people would remind remind me that i'm small oh fuck those people but that was like it messed with me because then i'm like i want to be bigger i want to have like some muscles i want to be i want to be like that guy or that guy oh and i always felt small i don't know why i've never seen you as someone who's like shallow or wants what someone else has i wish it wasn't true but it, i mean huh you're human yeah okay and it's not that i i can't live without that it's just like there but of course there's that pressure oh can i tell you what a date told me that really got to my body issues but he meant it as a compliment oh no what did he say he's smaller than me like two inches shorter and we were on my couch making out and I was kind of on top of him and he was like, your couch is too small. And I was like, what? And he's like, to hold your ass. It's like, your ass is too big for your couch. I was like, what the actual fuck? He was like, it's great. Okay. He should have started with, it's great. Yeah. I mean, he had told me before he, he likes that kind of thing, but I was like, you're like, you don't understand what you're doing to me right now. Yeah. You're just telling me my ass is wider than the width of a fucking couch cushion because they're pretty <laughs> wide. Okay. Couch cushions are, well, we're sitting on a small couch cushion right now. This, this couch is holding me just this fine. Thank you. wide. <laughs> so your couch was, nobody could see this, but. My couch is wider than these. My hands are. He looks three like Three or that, four feet apart. Right he now. looks like that Jesus billboard where it says. He loved you this much and he's on the cross with his arms out. That's what Jay's doing. I don't, that's, 
that's cringy, right? That's oh, that billboard's the worst. I love it. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, I feel like you could be very religious and still go. I don't know if we yeah, should do that. It's offensive to people that's, that are religious. Let's put that down. Yeah, but it exists. Oh. All right. Well, what what advice do you have for me? You've been to more therapy than I have, so I got. I got a minute left on this one. Oh crap. We didn't even get to what's broken about me. Um, that's all right. There's, there's time in life or, or not, but whatever. I have to give you advice. You don't have to. I just thought that'd be an interesting way to end it. Okay. Don't settle. Well, that just feeds right into the whole thing I'm doing. I know, but maybe you're doing it right. Maybe you should stop. My advice is to stop beating yourself up about not settling. Okay. Because it's hard to come into your own, especially when you're coming out of your 20s and now you're in your early 30s. We're going to be more the person that you are as an adult. And maybe this is a better time to find someone. And you shouldn't beat yourself up about not wanting to settle and waiting until like you got to that point. Well, I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Because it is hard sometimes. It's easier to just think, maybe it'd be fun just to be with the first person that likes me. Trust me, you think you can spend your entire life with someone that you're half into if you build that bond and you're with them from someone that's been with someone for nine years? You hate them. But was it ever, like, okay? I know there were lots of times when it was okay, and I guess... But it was always just kind of off. And I will say, like, he's a bad situation because he wasn't a good guy to be with. Right. Um, No, sometimes it just eats away at you for a long period of time and then you don't know whether you love them or not and you don't know what you're doing and you're compromising your whole life for someone that you're not even that interested in so how do you let that go on for months or years like how do do you sit with that feeling well i was married so it was like oh this must be what people are talking about when they say marriage is hard that there's phases or i made this commitment i can't back out i have to stay but even before then, like when you guys were together for so many years. When we hit the five-year mark, honestly, I think we already hit time. This is a huge subject. Um, it's fine. That you remember, like I had gained a lot of weight. All 20 listeners, I'd gained like 100 pounds in like 10 months. And my life was really falling apart. And it's from medicine. Um, I thought no one else is going to want to be with me or want to marry me at this point but he does and he's so stable i'm not stable and like where else do you find that we've been together so long so like if he loves me how i am now and he's like the stable guiding force in my life will i ever find love again because who knows if i'll lose this weight then surely that's someone who would stick by me and do well by me for the rest of my life and that was enough it's not true well no but that was enough at that time yeah, but also young, just making decisions. How young were you? You were... 22 and got engaged, 23 and got married. No way. That was that long ago? You know, your brain's like not even done developing consequences by that point. Yeah, was it 25 that you're supposed to be normal? Yeah, so like the idea of making a commitment for life when like you can't even fully grasp consequences of your actions. <laughs> I remember going to your wedding and thinking, yeah, they're good. Whatever. I really did. I didn't. Lots like, well, of people thought we were good. Well, that, I mean, I guess Ooh, we were at the time. I think. I guess that's how it should be too. You shouldn't go to a wedding and everyone's thinking they're they. Somebody stop it! Somebody stop it! That's when I knew I should get divorced. I went to his best friend's wedding 
that she had cheated on him multiple times. I went to this wedding where the bride had cheated. And um, like three days after the wedding, she wouldn't sign the paperwork. And then she moved back to her home state and they broke up because she didn't want to be married. And I remember thinking, she looked happy at her wedding, like happier at her wedding than I did at mine. And she didn't even want to be there. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, what am I doing? It's so easy to be happy on a wedding day though. Well, I've never been married. I would. It's pretty stressful actually. But I mean, like, I w- tell me if I'm wrong. But in the moment, like when you're like in the good moments, not the before or the right after, maybe mm-hmm. like while you're getting married, I could see it being, yeah, just being swept away by you're it. You're in a party and stuff. You're like, it's fine. Like if there's ever a time that we're going to be fine, it's today. Yeah. Because everyone's telling us that we're great. Everyone loves us. Look at all these people that brought us gifts. There's nah. cake. There's food. There's dancing. Nah. You're like, I'm in a corset and a 20 pound dress and everyone's staring at me and I haven't gotten to eat my own food because they all want to talk to me and I'm worried that the catering is right. Oh, uh, I see. I wouldn't wear a dress though. Good for you. I'm not against it, but I'm mm, probably not wearing a dress. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Well, it's a great podcast. Well, do you want to keep going down that? that uh, we can keep going down. You're going to split it in half? Yeah, I'll split it in half. Does that break the editing rule? No, not really, because I would just like... Just cut. Cut it. So we're talking about uh, weddings now? Yeah, or marriages and like the downfall of a marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My marriage downfalled in a weird way. Well, how did it start? You were, you were living in California, yeah. right? Yeah, so... Um, this is how romantic this was. The summer we got engaged, we had decided to move to California, to LA, because his our friend had gotten this job with screenwriting. They wanted to break into the Hollywood scene as screenwriters, and they actually had a pretty good foundation and shop for it. And I'm not crazy about Oklahoma. My brother lives in LA. I was like, let's go. Um, his He said, my mom would be a lot more comfortable with the idea of us moving out of state living together if we were engaged and that that's how that's how he proposed kind of yeah you can even call it that and so we had we talked about marriage before then and thought it was kind of a foregone conclusion we'd been together for like four and a half years that is not how he proposed he's actually like uh go ahead and like book the chapel and stuff because i was like dude, I have to book the chapel now. Like, are we getting engaged? If if you're serious about this. And then about two weeks after we'd already started wedding planning, he actually proposed. Oh my God. It was so bad. So we had, please don't arrest me, government. We had done Molly. (laughs) Well, this is the night that he proposed. The night he proposed. We did Molly with some friends and they left and we were in our bed and he grabbed the ring and went to put it on my finger. And so, like, that was his proposal. Like, just laying in bed. He's just like, here it is. And he put it on the wrong finger. He's an idiot. You know, that brings back bad memories. That's not actually a memory because it wasn't me, but it was my parents. Oh, tell me. Well, because I think that's exactly, not exactly. They didn't do Molly and then they were laying in the bed, <laughs> as far as I know. But uh, they were, I think, in bed and my dad was, just had a ring and was like, eh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the ring was like my grandma's that we had already sized to fit me. So it was like we were already planning the wedding before he gave me like a real proposal. That's so odd. And then like, it's like he was waiting to give me a real proposal so he could plan it. But then he never did. So he just handed it to me. That's gross. I actually remember you and I fighting over it. Fighting? 
yeah, I remember I told you and I told you about it, like an IHOP, and that you were like, that is not romantic at all. It's not. You were like, why are you getting married if it's not even romantic? <laughs> and I was like, it's I was about, right. And I was like, it's about finding a life partner, Jay. And you were like, stop saying the word partner. <laughs> Should be romantic. Did I say that? Because it sounds like me. I'd still say that now. Yeah. Yeah. Partner. I remember because you were one of two people that told me to not get married. Who else told you? A dude I worked with that was very miserable with his wife and family and actually had taken the job where he worked as a second job so he could avoid his family during the evenings. God. So I didn't take him very seriously. Man, I see, I didn't even know him that well. And so if I was, if I was saying that you shouldn't get married. Should have listened. Should have listened. Should have listened. Oh. Yeah, so it's not romantic no, at that, all. That bothers me. And I don't know if it's, well, part of it is because I am, I love surprises. Really? Not for me. I lo- well, I don't know. I'm f- I'm fine with a surprise. Like if you were to surprise me, great. But I love like planning out a surprise. It's when I get that's, me too. that's when I do my best planning. I'm not I'm not necessarily a planner. But when it comes to surprises and things like that, I will get real really? detailed. Yeah, I love it. I surprised my mom for her 70th birthday this year. We told her we were just having lunch. Like my brother had come in from LA, which my dad surprised her with. Like all of a sudden, like Matt's here. Woo! Um, that's cool. We told her we were just having lunch at our favorite, like, normal restaurant. But we had rented out the whole side room, and I invited, like, all of her lifelong friends. We had, like, 30 people. And she came in and she just started crying. It was awesome. Happy tears. Happy tears. Those are the those surprises are the best. Yeah, I love doing that for people. So it sucks to be with someone that doesn't want to do that for you. It's terrible. Yeah. Because that's, um, that's what the rest of life would be. And it was. Too. Yeah. It was. I don't know. Are you supposed to end a podcast like this on a sad note? I'm I'm not really sure, but I think I just did. That was a sad last line. But it was a good conversation, and I was happy to do it. And I think I actually have more content from me and Kristen that I can post, and I may down the line. But uh, that was it. Also, I was listening to the intro... And now I'm recording the outro and I sound just the same, but I think I sound sick or I I sounded sick and sad, which I'm not. I feel pretty good actually, but in my voice, my voice, it sounds terrible. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is what you get today. I'll try to do better next week. I'll be recording some new episodes this week and uh, I'm trying to get get things going again. Um, But for now, if you like this episode, Please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.